is the only podcast that has dogs sneakily run into the room while we try to record. I'm your host, Turch, and with me today on a very special birthday birthday special, I guess. <laughs> this show is the epitome of it. It's a complete it shit show. It is a complete shit show, but it was funny nonetheless. With me today, <laughs> with me today is Kieran on a very special birthday special. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Uh, sore. You are sore. <laughs> You've been through the war. I got a message from you saying my ankle is destroyed and you're sitting here. You've come into my house. You've asked for some, some Nurofen. You've asked for some painkillers. And now you're sitting here with your ankle up on a chair with an ice pack on it. Uh, Look, all I want to say is you're, you're now closer to 30. Yes, true. And this is what happens. Is that what happens? This is what happens. You know, I've never experienced any injuries with my legs. Not even once. Not even one or two surgeries or, t- or 15 screws in my leg. Not even once. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, Turch. Yes. I Something very interesting happened to me today. Mm. I went to an auction. Hey, congratulations. I didn't buy anything. Well, you know, you still went to an auction, which is a big step. And um, moral support for someone else. And I didn't want to go to the auction. But I got con- I got convinced. Yeah? Come to the auction, there's free coffee. No, there's no free coffee at auctions. Well, there was a coffee van. Yeah. It was free. It was free? There were donuts. <laughs> I was like, I've got to go to more auctions now. You've got to get people in their <laughs> buying mood, I guess. <laughs> Jeez. I, I was like, this is this is pretty good. Uh, not that I've been planning on buying, mm. but my God, uh, I don't like auctioneers. No, they are scum. <laughs> but they, you know what? We talk. People talk about um, used car salesmen as like the scum of the earth. No, auction like real estate agents are worse. I think. Yeah. Like, because at least when you go to. When you buy like a bad car, you can return it under like legal law, like laws. And yeah. Go, hey, you sold me a lemon. Fix, uh, fix, fix my lemon. Fix the lemon until it's you know. When you go to a house, they don't. One, it's not their product. Yeah. Like they didn't build the house. They're just trying to sell you a dream that you could live there. And two, if it's broken, they they've got no liability. Oh, it's 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 amazing. It's I actually thought I could be one of those like um, buyers. The uh, you know the people that buy because it was fascinating not being emotionally invested yes in and that, the house I, and then watching everyone who is emotionally invested bid and that's the really important thing what I learned was that even if you like the house you have to bid like it doesn't matter if you lose it yeah and if you see someone that's more emotionally invested than yourself you just have to let them have it yeah because at the end of the day they're gonna bid that extra. 5k or 10k more than you and you're gonna go now nah, it's too much for me and they're gonna take it oh i know but even the tactics of going going like this dude's going up in 20 20k lots i'm yeah. like i'm like i'd offer him a dollar i'd be like yeah. i'd be <laughs> like no i'm gonna offer you one dollar more yeah. i'm not going up in 20k my, da- lots. my dad's the bet like my dad's my favorite when it comes to auctions so he'll just go in and be like oh let's start in a bit of like you know most places they start like, you know, over a million dollars. Mm. They just go, oh, let's start at $800,000. And Dad's just like, you know what? Stuff it. And Dad will go, 101.1 million. Oh, your dad just goes straight up. And just knocks everybody else out. Right. And that's his methodology when it comes to buying investment properties and stuff like that. And even when he goes to auctions, he's just like, why why waste your time building it up? Because eventually those people are going to go anyway. Or, 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 you don't want to start at the, the primo... You know, you wanna you wanna anchor them really low. Yeah. So he should be starting with like four hundred thousand. No, but that's the thing. Like they go to these houses that are like obviously going to go for one point five million dollars. Yeah. But they go, oh, put it on the market for one million dollars, and people just go, oh, they come to the auction and go, oh, we're going to buy this house for a million dollars, and bid like nine fifty. Yeah. And Dad's just like, no. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'll wipe you out. I'll just wipe you out. Like yep. you know, let's just have the series bidders there. Like who's the serious bidder now? I'm bidding this much. I think I think I learned. There's a bit of both. There's a bit of a play. I, if I ever go to an auction, I'm going to be the late bidder, the guy who's not part of the bidding wars, and then come in with a yeah. Now I'm going to enter. The You're going to be the person that he's misses gonna... out on every single place because it's like too much. <laughs> no, I was just like destroy the dream of the emotional buyers. 
Yeah, you got it. It's very interesting uh, property in purchase. Why were you at an auction? Whose auction was this for? Um, oh, a friend of a friend. Fair enough. Friend of a friend. Uh, and if you can hear all this background noise, the ice pack is falling off my <laughs> ankle. It's falling off. <laughs> falling off the thing. Well, I, I'm going to continue on with injuries. Yes. And I'm going to say. The older you get, it's very true. The older you get, the more injuries you get. But more stupid injuries that you get. <laughs> so, today we're getting ready for people coming over tonight for my, for my birthday and stuff like that. I thought, oh, I'll clean I'll clean things properly. I'll do the gardening. I'll get everything ready. You know, I'll, I'll fluff up my, my fake lawn. And that you way, got a fluffer. You got a, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's just yeah. a broom. <laughs> it's, I'm the fluffer. <laughs> Oh, you should put that on your CV. Oh, I should put that on my CV. I don't think anyone will really enjoy... Uh, I don't think it's a skill people are looking for, but, you know, um, sometimes... As long I, as you've got transferable skills. Look, you know, I could do it to myself and I could do it to, to grass. How yeah. <laughs> Not too bad, you know? Um, but, yeah, stupid injuries, especially when it comes to doing stuff with your hands... Stupid injury. So I've just I got a splinter in my thumb uh-huh. while cleaning stuff outside, and then I, the human body is not built to do manual labor. I don't think. Correct. Nothing before eleven a.m. either. Nothing before eleven a.m. <laughs> but like because I was pulling up weeds and was you rubbing got fake up... grass. Where are your weeds? Oh, like over do here. Do you have fake weeds? Yeah, with your fake it. grass. No, just like sort of a cleanup because they sort of still grow a little bit here and there. Okay. But it, and then like all the stuff was rubbing up against my finger and it just like rubbed like carpet not carpet burn but like you know when you rub like a callus comes up but then the callus sort of gets uh, uh, the skin sort of gets soft and just breaks away. I'm leaving you hanging here. I know what you mean. I do know. I'm trying <laughs> to explain it. It's not really working. In the in my head, I'm like, it just looks like this. But uh, are we comparing injuries? Because I had a terrible injury. I just tripped. I tripped in a gutter getting into my car. That's all that happened with That's me. Nice and it easy. was it was the stupidest like injury in the world. Sounds fun though. Yeah. Are yours worse? <laughs> I don't know if oh mine is only got a band-aid to cover it up. <laughs> You've got a whole elaborate scheme here of having to sit down, having to take up two chairs in my house. <laughs> Two valuable chairs. Two valuable chairs. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, uh, injuries are, are sort but of. So what but I'm what I'm hearing is, you know, gardening is probably outside your pay grade. I think that I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing. No, I I pay I pay a person. There you go, Brad. There you go, Brad's Brad. His own business, Brad. You're yep. in. Yeah. Send him a text. Uh, not well, the, not the, the listeners care about. Not this. the listeners. Well, it's very exciting because I've officially turned twenty eight. I turned twenty eight. And very exciting. And I've got to say, officially, I've done something that both Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and and Kurt Cobain could never do. You survived? On guitar. Oh. I could play guitar at the age of 28. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've been working on that joke for a very long time. It's very terrible. Very terrible. Well, congratulations. How does it feel to be really close to 30 now? Um, I've always felt old. Yeah. I mean, you've always acted old. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens when you go to investment, buy investment <laughs> properties and this and that. Oh, I've got a, story, a quick story to tell you about that sort of thing. Everyone's tuned out now. Yeah. So, at the start of the financial year... Uh, I knew you were going to say finance or something. Yeah. We'll just call this the finance podcast yeah, that's now. Right. Yeah. Anyway, at the start of the financial year, <laughs> I go to my accountant. He's like, oh, you know, you're, you're, the value of your property and how much you had there and this and that... You're almost at the stage where you can't negative gear it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I came You're going to have up, to pay tax. I have to pay, pay more tax. tax. So I came up with this scheme of I, how I could increase the value of my loan. Yeah. And then dump the money on my real house. Yeah. And then have a higher loan for my investment property and a lower loan for my actual house everyone alice is now tuned out exactly she right. was the last person <laughs> anyway. listening and she is gone now so she has I, tuned out so explain- james in sydney's gone so everyone's explain- tuned so out i explain this to my dad mm. <laughs> like i go dad's the first to point a call i go dad what do you think of this i told him my planning comes up and he goes anthony 
That is definitely illegal. <laughs> and I go, ah, oh, God. I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> Damn it. And so I go, I go to Jess, oh, should I at least ask? And she's just like, no, I'm pretty sure that sounds illegal. Because if it's too good to be true, it probably is well, illegal. It's probably, there's probably a loophole or it's illegal. Anyway, so at the most convenient time, I got a call from my bank on Friday or Thursday or something. And they're like, hey, look, you know, are you happy with your products, this and that? And this is my loan. <laughs> no, bill. I'm paying too much interest. Yeah, but pretty much. So, yeah. No, I would like my interest to be down by about 2%, but, you know, you're not going to be able to do that. Then I go to them, hey, I got a question for you. And I said what I wanted to do. Mm. I said, you know, I want basically increase the loan, move equity, yeah, which is a fake money. Yeah. <laughs> Convert that to real money, yeah, and then transfer it to another property, and make it fake again, and make it fake again, and then I hear this on the phone. Oh, sir, that's called X type of loan. We can help, and I went, ha <laughs> 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 This is that's. If, if there's the bank, a loophole there. There's, there's a loophole. loophole. So I've got this meeting with some bank people soon yeah. about. Pretty much scamming the system. Excellent. So, if it comes out good, I'll yeah. be very excited. If not, then I'm in the same position. It doesn't matter. Look, when you go to jail, I will visit you. I will visit it's you. It's white-collar jail, so they get hookers in. It's I fine. will bring you... No, apparently apparently the, the white-collar jail um, in Victoria is up in the fucking bush country yeah, yeah, yeah. two and a half hours away. Minimum security. Apparently you get to play tennis all yeah, day. Yeah, it's chill. And... Well, you know, if, at the end of the day, if you're scamming a bank, how illegal really is that? Yeah, because banks be scared. No, there is a white collar prison. It's like yeah. it's minimum security. Yeah, for all yeah. those that don't, you do whatever you don't want. aren't going to fit in the real one. You know, as long as you haven't murdered someone. Yeah. Well, Plus, that's... the money anyway is all fake. Oh, look the money's at you. not a- attached to gold anymore. Look at you. Look at you. What? Been. <laughs> when did you become it's me? Fiat. <laughs> it's fiat currency. When did you become me? <laughs> it's all. It's all fake, and it's a scam. And I know it's a scam. Yeah. Do you know why I know it's a scam? Why? Because I can. Because I'm trying to scam them. Because it's, it's fake scam. money, and then the banks get the fake money, and then they get to loan it out to people like you and I. Yeah, I know. Stupid Jews. What can I say? Again, this is why we're never having sponsors on this show. <laughs> we need to have a bank. We need to be a bank. I think you need like ten million dollars to become a bank. All right. Well, and I wouldn't become a bank. Why? I would become an insurance company. Oh, you get the revenue each month. Yeah. You get the cash flow. It's a cash flow. The cash flow. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a bit smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> if we get to $10 million, we'll start a bank. No, you know what? I was thinking. This is, oh, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. Okay. How hard were you thinking? Very, very hard. <laughs> and I think this is something that we only do one time. Were you thinking when you were fluffing no. the grass? No, no, no. All I right. was thinking when I was coming up for material for the show. Right. <laughs> Kickstarter is a thing, right? Yeah. Can we start out? Can we start a Kickstarter mm. to create a better Kickstarter? Ooh. <laughs> is that legal? Like, I want to see how far we can go. Because right now, Kickstarter takes like what if you make like a million dollars on there, they take like ten percent or something. Yeah. We'll just make one that says we'll take nine percent, but to kickstart the project, <laughs> we need to start, <laughs> we need to start, start Kickstarter. a Kickstarter. I would just call it Kickstarter version 2. <laughs> Kickstarter 2.0. Yeah, exactly right. Not a bad idea. We can only get kicked off. Correct. Yeah. Correct, Amundo. Which not- is really not that bad. No. Well, banks use other banks to sponsor their bank. I know. This one, I mean, it's all fake. <laughs> it's all fake. And then the government decides to print money. And then they give that money to the banks. Sounds about right. I don't agree. It's, it's such a fucking joke. It's a scam. It's... It's a scam. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been learning about finance oh, and all that. I'm very impressed. I'm, can I I'm. Say? Watch out, you know. Oh, um, oh, Kieran, have you got some news for us? I do, and Turch, pretty much, you know, you've you've looked after me today. I, I have. I've tried my best. Um, and you know, I'm injured, and you're looking after me. And even though you're injured, I'm not looking after you. If I was injured on a flight, yeah, you know, you know. You know when you're on a flight and they call for a doctor? You know, is there a doctor in the plane? Yeah, yeah. That'll be you. I'll just call and, you. Yes, yes. Here's a doctor. Not a real doctor. Can, One of fake doctors. Can, can I have someone help me? Well, a surgeon has gone to new lengths on an airplane. Yeah. 
uh, surgeon on a New York bound flight sucks urine from blocked bladder of elderly passenger in life saving procedure. Oh my goodness. Sucks urine from bladder for life saving procedure. Yeah. What life-saving procedure... Like, like, this is a kind of scam that I would tell Jess, oh, you need to suck my penis because... <laughs> <laughs> life-saving procedure! We're on an aeroplane and, and I need a life-saving procedure. And, and yeah, uh, quick-thinking surgeons, and so there was two of them on, the, on board, a flight from southern China had to improvise to save the life of an elderly passenger who almost had a litre of urine trapped in his bladder. A litre of fucking urine? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Someone doesn't have urine flow. No. That's sort of like cash flow, but yeah, urine yeah, flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the unnamed passenger ran into trouble around 10 hours into the flight after complaining to the cabin crew, crew that he could not urinate. With six hours to go before landing, the surgeons... Uh, basically jumped to the rescue and sucked his penis. <laughs> you know what? Good. This is why doctors get paid a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the people go, "Oh, doctors they get paid too much," and this and that. Who's ever said doctors get paid too much? Well, it's like, oh, I don't uh, think doctors get paid enough. Yeah, me too. This, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, like compared to nurses, like a nurse would not do this. A doctor would be like, I need to suck this man's penis to get the urine out. Whereas mm. a nurse would be like, I'll just get the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was in the hospital, the doctor would be like, you need to do this. Can I tell you a story about urine? <laughs> All right, go for okay. it. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, Jess and I went to see... Did I tell this on the podcast about me going to Dylan Moran? No. Okay. So Jess and I went to Dylan Moran. He's from Black Books. Yeah. Yeah. And his first time he's played in Melbourne in a very, very long time. Doing back into comedy, which is great. And that was... Did and- he kill a wiggle? No, okay, but he should have. Yeah. Nonetheless, so we thought, it's in the city, we'll just catch the train in, nice and easy. Hop on the train, that way we can have a few drinks at the venue, drinks afterwards, come out, and then just catch the train home, easy. After one, we get on our stop, the next stop is the classic reservoir station. Mm-hmm. As soon as he, as soon as that door opens, two homeless drunk men get on with a yeah. bottle of goon. Oh, good on him. <laughs> with a thing of goon. And just go, hey, 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 welcome to the party carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the train had their eyes straight down <laughs> to the like, floor. Like, we're not confronting these yeah, people. Like, yeah. But Jess and I were like, this is definitely the funniest thing that's happened so far today. It's up smirking and yep. trying to high laughter as soon as we did that both these this one of the drunk guys starts makes a beeline for us yeah <laughs> and sits across from us fucking hell All right. so you're on the way to the city so we're on the way to the city yeah really early on it's like yeah okay cool and this guy's all right his name is jerry of course it is and he's laughing we're having a good time with him it's all good and um he's like oh man you know he's drinking he's got a cup full of goon and his mates on the other, like, you know, in the disabled spot, of course he is. He's, like, talking to us. He's like, yeah, you know, what are you, Italian? <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's all good. He's like, oh, I'm, I was in a gang <laughs> in New Zealand. And I was married five times. Anyway, his mate is, like, talking about a whole bunch of bullshit. How old were they? This guy was, like, mid-50s. Okay. Both mid-50s. Anyway, so his friend goes, mate, I'm getting off at this train station at the next stop. He goes, and the other guy goes, Jerry goes, oh, man, no, we're going to stay. Because it's the party carriage. party carriage. So his mate literally goes, I'm going, and gets off. (laughs) (laughs) And leaves Jerry on the the train with us. With his goon? With his goon, with a box goon. So he left the booze. Anyway, all good. So we go into the city. And I'm very sorry to say, Kieran, but... Jerry married us. Jerry married Jess and I on the train. That was a thing. He took my job. <laughs> took your job. He took my job. Took your job. Very funny. Uh, so we're officially married. Train marriage only. Train marriage, yeah. Exactly yep. right. So we've got, it's also the official thing to happen. And then we get to Clifton Hill and we keep going. And then Jerry goes, oh, I need to pee. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they go, mate, you better get off at Jollymond. Because there, otherwise, there's no, there's no like that's the next stop. Yeah. That has a, toilets, a, a toilet or trees. And he goes, oh great. Anyway, so he goes, we, we're going through all the stations from Clifton Hill to Jollymont. It's about five, 
And then finally, we're about to get there, and he goes, oh, thank you so much. He wants to give me a hug. I'm like, no, no, man, fist bump this now. Anyway, he goes to the door. He goes, gives me the big thumbs up like this, clicks the button for the door, and the door just goes, and stays closed. He's now on the train to go to (laughs) Linda Street Station. (laughs) So we're like, oh, no, this is it. This is it. And then he looks at us. He goes, Hey! Oh, <laughs> the middle carriage, the the middle. Don't door. worry. Oh. Anyway, so he gives his goon, box of goon to a gentleman, and his cup of goon to this little girl, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes in between the train carriages. Yeah, and pees. I swear to fucking god, from Jollymon Station <laughs> all the way. <laughs> To Flinders Street He's station. not the first or the last I'm person sure. to do that. Anyway, the whole carriage is dead silent. Yeah. And I'm just like, ladies, gentlemen, it could have been a lot fucking worse. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh yeah, he could he could have peed in the cup. He could have and then the gentleman up the top there is holding the cup, goes, Is this actual what is this in the cup? <laughs> and I go, okay, he's been drinking that. He's been drinking the goon out of that cup. That's definitely that's definitely not uh, probably pee. cheap goon that tastes like piss. Well, you know, it's you know, pretty you know when I you know that story that I told about how I threw up into the pretzel bag yeah. on the train. That's, I cleared the carriage. That's good. People left because it happened right on the express bit, uh, and then you get to Clifton Hill, and then like people just cleared the carriage. Oh, that's pretty funny. I know. That's good on the good on Jerry. Ah, uh, he had a good time. <laughs> he had a good time. How was Dylan Moran? He was fantastic. He That's was fantastic. Good. I would highly recommend uh, if you have the opportunity to see him. Highly recommend him. Does he have the shakes? It looks like he has the shakes. Well, he's off booze now. Yeah. So he's off booze, off been on booze for a while now. But he's still, it's still very much the comedy that if you like black books, you'll yeah. like his, you like his stand. No, I do like black books. Uh, last time he came to Australia, he wanted to kill a wiggle. Really? Yeah. Oh, As part of his comedy routine well you know i can understand that as a if you're a parent i'm sure you want to probably kill a bunch of wiggles yeah which is fair enough Tetch, do you have an article oh i do have an article but just one second oh is this the this is the gammy gammy chicken all right i'll keep the troops entertained hello you hello spotify listeners iTunes listeners. Yes, I do have an article, Kieran. <laughs> Hang on, I'll say that again. <laughs> Tetch, do you have an article? Oh, I absolutely do, Kieran. What do you know about masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> ever since. <laughs> ever since. You? <laughs> ever. It's really hilarious in my head, but I have. I'm, I'm just not articulating it properly. Mm-hmm. Ever since man. Ever since God said that I have a... This is bad. No, how does it go? <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with this. So maybe I'll just No, 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 no. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Ever, si- ever since God gave me... It said that I had a penis and, and I really... No, oh, I'll, I'll come up... I'll find the saying. Uh, well, in the meantime, <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit of story about No Nut November. Have you heard of No Nut November? Tell tell our American listeners. Well, they should hopefully should know a little bit about this. So No Nut November was an invention by 4chan. Specifically the Fitboard of 4chan a very long time ago. So I don't know if you've ever been uh, been to 4chan, but there's different boards. It's like a yeah. message board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Fit is the one about staying, you know, uh, exercise and fitness mm. and health all that sort of stuff. And one of the things they do is in November, they go, masturbation sort of stops you from being productive sometimes. Mm. The challenge is to go a month without masturbating. Right, okay. Pretty simple challenge. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's just sort of to go, you know, if you're not focusing on that or focusing on sex, you can focusing focus on like fitness or going out or doing other things or, you know, but you... You can't masturbate, but you can still have sex with girls. And yeah. Because you know, it's to try to motivate you. Because if you're just having a wank, you sort of lose that motivation in your brain. And you don't want to go out and meet people. You just, ah, have a wank, all done. Yeah. So, a pretty simple cause with a pretty simple message. 
and pretty simple memes going forward. Now, of course, of course, because it's on 4chan, because it's on all those fun things, the media has taken it to say it's definitely an alt-right, far-right thing of saying masturbation is bad in Mm. general, which is proven like, you know, if you watch too much porn, your brain does go a bit loopy. Well, yeah, yeah, and you know. uh, but also for your prostate, you want to ejaculate. Yeah, often, of course. Yeah, uh, for your prostate. I think it's like what, twice a week, something like that. Do yeah. something like that. But look, both sides of the coin. But in the same sense, it's, it's to stop blokes from masturbating, over masturbating, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to go out. So and it's get, like dry July. Yeah, it's like a dry July sort of thing. Like you know, it's, not, it's not like saying never, never have alcohol. It's just yeah. like. Try to clean yourself up for a month as a challenge. Yeah. You know, or like, um, what's his name? Uh, Joe Rogan, he does like in October, he does Sober October. Mm. And he does like every day, him and his mates have to do at least one bit of exercise. Like being, yeah, yeah. You know, a bit of a challenge like that. Like our fitness challenge that we did, you know, same sort of thing. But they're now calling this No Nut November a right wing challenge. <laughs> I thought you had to say right of passage. No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, you know. So anyway, someone who doesn't partake in this is called a Kuma. So we have boomers, we have zoomers, we yeah. have... We know, now have Kumas. We have Kumas. And it's mocking men who masturbate. But it's just a meme. It's just like, ah, you have a wank. Haha, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Only for no nut November. Yeah. And that's it. But they've taken this and taken it so far to the extreme. And now they're calling people who do masturbate in November... Um, right wing or who don't masturbate in, no- in November right wing they're right wingers yeah like right wing like alt right white supremacist so if you haven't had a wank today you're technically a white supremacist <clears throat> you're technically a right right winger mm. I, I just find it fantastic like there's like you know, uh, what I want to know is how can you know like the catholic church priests how can they be celib- uh, celibate or whatever it is for like their entire lives? Um, I guess it's like, I guess the same as like asexual people, you know, like they have just no, like their brain just goes, I'm not interested in, in sex at all. Hmm. You know? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think a lot of them are interested in sex. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, from your professional opinion of someone who studied pe- like, you know, People, that, yeah, people in general, and obviously sexuality within people. What do you, you know? Do you think asexuality is a real, like, hundred percent real thing, or is it like, it's people are happy to be absent for extended periods of time, but if they find the right person or the sexuality, it does flare up in it. Uh, I think there are people who you would call asexual, right? But then it's also context dependent, right? So it's not to say that in, that they're going to be like that for the rest of their lives. Mm. I kind of get that. <laughs> See, uh, if I was to break it down for someone who's an idiot, which is me, they go, "Yes, they will. They don't feel experience sexuality in the same level that we would." Yeah. But if the right opportunity came along, they would go for it. Yeah. Isn't that just everybody? <laughs> Pretty much. I was gonna say like I don't go to work. I need to have a wait. It's it's, <laughs> it's like a but it's like a bell curve. So right. you got those that are like the very very extreme, like needed every three hours. Yeah. And then you might have that person who's you know. I've always found in, found it interesting that sexual addiction is a like it's an addiction. Well, whereas it, like asexuality isn't like anything. Like that people go, oh some people are asexual, but people that want sex like every three hours. I consider like a hindrance. No, it's only a hindrance when it impairs daily functioning. But, but that could be said about a lot of things, though. I think work in- inhibits my daily functioning. <laughs> like you know, but I want to call myself a workaholic. <laughs> like, you know, no, no. So, so it it, it, it these all these disorder disorders or all these things come down to you know if someone's got to have sex like every hour, mm. then they can't get to work, mm. or they can't raise their kids, or they can't. Right. Does that make sense? It's like gaming. People who video game doesn't mean they've got a disorder, but when they like can't get to the shops and buy food, 
Right. And they, they can't get to school or they can't get to work because they've got a game. Mm. That's when you're like, okay, well, now it's a, it now be, it's a disorder. It must be difficult, like... Like, you watch documentaries about, you know, people who decide to get into the porn industry. Like, there's that Louis Theroux documentary. Yeah. And, like, people in the porn industry or people that work at the brothels and stuff like that. And they're like, they're like, oh, I love sex so much. That's why I got into this industry. Mm. When, like, you know, and that's your profession. That makes sense to me. But you're sort of talking about something that there's a physical and an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine it being very good for their mental health. What, the sex workers? Yeah. Yeah, but if it's not emotional, if it's just sex... Mm. Then it's okay. Then then it's okay. And that's the thing. So let's go on with that, like that train of thought. Because you've got to come Someone back... Someone who's, who's they're, addicted, they're cons- to, addicted to video games. Go, no, this is just a job for me. I play video games on Twitch for eight hours a day. I make a grand a day. Well, they're making a grand a day. Yeah. Then it's a, it's a job. Yeah. Right, but the difference there is... Is it, you know, are they still having a shower? Are they still, can they still, f- this is. This so how much money does it have to make until it, that, that's not an addiction? I think that, it's funny to think that money's the one that's sort of. It's, you know, it's, the, it's this weird one because someone could be video gaming 18 hours a day, be mm. making a shit ton of money and could be paying people to do their shopping and all that. Doesn't mean it's a, an addiction because. Well, it technically does because he, they're not doing the other actions. Yeah, but you could be really rich doing something else and pay other people to do stuff oh, for you. All rich people do that. Yeah. I mean, look at Bill Gates. I think there was a whole thing. I'm going to find the video and show it to you. He was just like, went on a TV show and there's like, oh, how much is like a bottle of milk? He's just like, I have no idea. Like, I don't I've know. Never... I don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. So it, it's it like, this is what I mean. It's very context dependent as mm. well. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, look, no, there's definitely benefits of not having a wank like every day. <laughs> there's definitely benefits of having a wank yeah, every single day. But I think What does this Bill, Bill Bear say? Have your champagne of victory. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, oh, look, I think it's a good challenge. Like if someone wants, like is mass, has a wank every day when they come home from work and they go, look, I want to challenge myself and try to redirect my focus onto something else. Like, there's only so much essence of a man that you can be in a day. Yeah. Like, you can't... I think I've got it. Yeah? Ever since God said that <laughs> he would give my penis... Uh, my penis would give me um, no rest or something. Oh, no. Would give me grievance every day or whatever it is. Give me a boner. I decided that I would give it no rest. I can't remember. It's not the it exact wording. Good. It but sounds yeah. good. You know what, Kieran? Instead of trying to remember that quote, how about you give us another article? This is this is this is this a real is, shit show. This is, a, this is a absolute shit show. I'll, I'll come back next week with the with the it's saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. World's first vagina museum to open in London. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> <laughs> There's a penis museum. I feel like when I found this article, yeah, I was like, we've talked about this. I think we've talked about something like this. But then I was like, but then, but then I found it. And I'm like, well, this is a very recent article. Mm. So I think it might have been a penis. We've definitely done the penis one. I know yeah. they've got like the, and the guy was waiting for like two people to die to get the human one. But he's got like an elephant one, a mouse one. They've got it all taxidermed. Oh. Mm. There you go. Uh, in a bright indoor space, a giant tampon is flanked by giant menstrual cups. Illustrations of female genitalia are dotted around the walls. And some underwear is in a glass case. It's yeah. the world's first vagina museum. Amazing. It's in London. You want to go? Ah, oh, that's why I go to London. Not to, not to see, uh, you know, the London Museum and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> no, I want to go to the London Vagina Museum. Vagina Museum. Thanks to the public fundraising drive, with oh. more than 1,000 people donating almost £50,000. So they all donated 50 bucks. Pretty much. That's a lot of money. Uh, I didn't know feminists had that much money. They've been, <laughs> they've been able to create the Vagina Museum. You know, but, it was International Men's Day. Did yeah. you celebrate that? Thank you very much for being a man, Kieran, by the way. And someone was like, why did why are there no uh, walk, uh, marches in the street and protests and strikes on International Men's Day? And someone's like, oh, that's why there's a wage gap. <laughs> Oh. Mm. oh god that's funny 
when asked about the motivation to create it, I just love the vag. I am a bisexual woman. Oh, of course she is. <laughs> That's what we like to call a unicorn. <laughs> the first exhibition will run until the end of February. It's called Muff Busters, Vagina <laughs> Myths and How to Fight Them. <laughs> fight vaginas or the myths? <laughs> uh, um, it's just how a whole bunch of rappers there's like, I tamed that pussy. <laughs> Some, some interesting quotes. Just under 50% of the world's population has a vagina. I thought there was more women than men in the world. Oh. I guess trans. Trans, yeah. <laughs> Most of us came into the world through one. Yep, yeah, vaginas and... Most? The- <laughs> yeah, Caesar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the rest of the gynecological autonomy are still taboo. Do you know what? This would be the most appropriate trip for high school students. No, I think that's... Science class. Or it could be for art students, learning about art, going I, to a museum. I don't taxpayers dollars funding I schools. Don't know where where the f- I don't know what the market is. Like they've fundraised fifty fifty thousand pounds, which is like hundred thousand dollars, let's just say. Yeah. Uh, to make a museum now, putting it out there, let's compare something, right? Mm-hmm. One. The, the Mona Lisa is almost priceless, right? <laughs> almost priceless. But let's put a value of it like a million dollars. For easy sake, a million dollars. A million dollars. They're saying that every a, a museum for just vaginas, not just like one vagina, but every vagina, is only worth <laughs> $100,000, which is... One piece of artwork uh-huh. by Leonardo da Vinci is worth more than every vagina on earth. Well, no, because... Is that something... Is that no, how no, no there's a bit thing? of flawed logic there because it was fundraising to funny. get the space. So, actually, the vaginas are worth nothing. <laughs> uh, well, I've got some stats for you, Kieran. Just like the Mona Lisa, it's going to take years and years and years <laughs> to appreciate for, for it to become priceless. <laughs> I don't know, man. Apparently, it gets worse with age. <laughs> this is going to come back to bite us. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's okay. So I'm going to ruin us once again. The young are regarded the most tolerant generation. That's that's why the results of this LGBTQ survey are alarming. Lettuce, bacon, tomato. Uh, yet yeah, lettuce. Uh, gherkin, bacon, tomato, and quinoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Young people are growing less tolerant of LGBTQ individuals, a jarring turn for a generation traditionally considered embracing and open, a survey released on Monday shows. The numbers of Americans 18 to 34 who are comfortable with interacting with LGBTQ people slipped from 53% in 2017 to 45% in 2018 the only age group to show a decline according to the annual accelerated acceptance report. And that is down from 63% in 2016. So from 2016 to 2018, it's dropped from 63 to 45 for people who are happy to interact with LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. Okay. In our age group. Yeah, right. You know. Uh, or maybe not in your age group. You're old now. That's true. The driving dilution of acceptance are young women who overall comfort levels plunge from 64% to 52 in 2017 to 52 in 2018, which means that young women in our, in that age group, 18 to 34, uh, don't want to be, have dropped, like, what's that, 15%, uh, 12% from one year to another. That's a huge drop. Oh, within the margin of error. Within a margin of error, that's that's a pretty big drop, and that's consistent with the trend that's happening from the previous year as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, among the findings, thirty-six percent of young people said they were uncomfortable learning from a family member who was LGBTQ, compared to twenty-nine percent in thirty in two thousand seventeen, which is about an eight percent increase of people being uncomfortable. Thirty-four percent were uncomfortable learning their doctor was LGBTQ. Compared to 27, again, another about 8% increase. And 39% were uncomfortable when their child had a school lesson from LGBTQ history versus 30. So it's just increasing, like the lack of trust across the board with a whole bunch of people. 
So they're uncomfortable with learning uh, learning a family member. Has, is it LGBTQ? Having family uh, child placed in a class with an LGBTQ teacher, learning a doctor is, and learning that they learnt about the LGBTQ history over time. There's a whole bunch of extra stats where, here. Where, where, where was the sample from? Well, they don't... That's one thing I couldn't find, and I did want to go through the study a little bit more, this and that, but I just wanted to bring it in, and just bring in, I guess, my thoughts about it, mm. more than anything else. Um... Gather around, everyone. Yeah. It's time I think for that, Church's thoughts. I think a lot of people are actually quite comfortable with the LGB part yeah. of that sandwich. <laughs> Not the T. Yeah, and and it's really what uh, Dave Chappelle said in his special. Yeah. Like, I think the T's are actually driving people back. And even the LGB part, mm. in a very short amount of time, public perception of them changed. Mm. Like, when... Let's compare it to like black people voting in the USA or being, you know, or even Aboriginals here in Australia. It took a, like 50 years of people to change their minds, right? Yeah. Within, like, you know, to allow them to be part of the populace and vote and this real long time. When people like said, uh, when gay people said, had a strong voice that we want to get married, even in Australia, it happened like within like five years. Oh, I think it was about 10. But even 10 is a very short amount of time to change a majority of the population to say yes. Because I would say even 10 years ago... There's going to be people that say that it's taken a lot longer, but I think the momentum the really, momentum, really yeah. started 10 years ago. But that's the thing. Like, you had a lot... Even 10 years ago, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was the governor of California, ran on a ticket saying he's against LGBTQ... Uh, LG, like, mm. gay marriage. Mm. Even Hillary Clinton, even Barack Obama back in the day. Yeah. You know? Um, and even also a lot of the Australian government as well. In a very short amount of time, the public perception of it changed to being, it's all okay. Yeah. Right? Which is fine. Like, obviously, you know, I don't really care. Like, you know, um, you can get married for tax reasons. That's fine. You know, you're screwing yourself. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, I, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> But it's interesting to see just the shift. And I think that shift is gone. I think, you know, the more people you put into a party, I, f- I feel like it's like a party, right? Yeah. This LGBTQ thing, right? At the start, it's just like, hey, we're going to have a party for just the gays. And, you know, we're, and, it's like, and lesbians like, can we come too? It's like, ah, oh, technically you're gay. Yeah, we'll let you in. And now, like, as time has gone on, more and more people have joined this party. And it gets... The me- like it's easy at the beginning when you go like it's my birthday what, today right my, my... It's, it's my birthday today right yeah and i've got everyone come over because it's my birthday and have some booze with me but if i go oh i don't have enough people to make an impact i go oh would you like to come to a party oh what's it for uh oh and then that person goes oh look it's my friend's birthday tomorrow can we celebrate that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you come along too. It's my birthday and your friend's birthday. And we'll all have a good time. And we'll all have a good time. And everyone's like, oh, okay, I kind of get that. Two birthday parties. But then, And then but someone then. goes, oh, I've got a christening to go to. Can we have a christening as well? Yeah, yeah, it's a christening party as well. It's Christ- come on, it's but, my birthday, but, but, it's birthday, but it's christening. Then, but then someone comes along and says, oh, this is good. But I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And I don't like having any Yeah, and fun. we can't have... Yeah, it's and, like, oh, and now I you can't, can't have... have I can't, you can't have cheese. Have that. So everyone at this party can't have cheese out. And everyone at the party is like, ooh. No, no, no. We're having a good time at Anthony's birthday, at, at Turch's birthday, at you know, Jeff's birthday, and uh, uh, Jacinta's christening. But we all kind of want to eat cheese. Yeah. And it sort of gets diluted to the point of where... The, the message of what actually is going on... It's a party, yes. It's absolutely a party. But the, the what the party's for has lost direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the the confidence within that might have changed over time. So one of the things... And uh, Jordan Peterson was on it in, in Canada when they were changing the laws and telling... It was about the pronouns. Mm. Now, Jordan Peterson doesn't give a crap whether you're transgender. No, or not, no. And will respect your personal choice of whatever pronouns you want. But it's the legality of but it. But he's like, they've gone too far in, in making this law. Mm. Um, in that the government has, is telling me what I can and can't do. Yeah. Which I, I feel like there's just been a, uh, some of that 
there's just been this sort of extra push. Yeah, that extra push of you can't do this because we are a minority group, which which is which is rather which is deterring people from from enjoying the pep company. Which is I'm happy for you to do whatever you want to do. But at the same time, I want to do what I want to do. I think it's I want to eat the cheese, yeah. and drink the booze. It's the same with these environmental people. A lot of them are vegans, but like, I'll provide the lactose-free cheese at the yeah, party. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Uh, if someone like that's exactly right. So if someone goes, "We're all having cheese. I can't eat cheese. I don't want." It's it's like okay, well, I'll get you an equivalent of whatever it is. It's not like you can't eat cheese, so no one can have cheese. There has to be that give and take, and I think that's potentially why. The LGBTQ are losing percentages in. I mean, if you're losing ten percent a year, that's or even five percent a year. Like that's a very. That's a steep decline, compared to what it was. It like that, that would if we saw that as a growth, hmm. of like five percent of the population are more tolerant or, more accepting of that over years. People go, that's amazing, but the fact that it's a decline in the, in that same way. I think it's a. I think they've got to restructure and just go. What do they actually want? Because at the end of the day, like it's the same, same as the vegan protesters, same as the environmental ones. What well, do you same, actually it's want? It's the same with the, the vegan protesters, right? Stopping all the trade, and the and they. I'm like, you've just pissed off everybody. You've just pissed off everyone. You're not actually bringing them on side. No. Like like uh, you're not gonna. You're gonna get a few small wins, but the majority of people you've. You've uh, pissed off. And especially because the, the, the vegan activists pushed for the environmental thing as well. Um, they, but soy is like 70 to 80% subsidized by the government. Do you know that? No. So, the cost of soy, or the cost to produce soy, 60, 50, uh, f- between 50 and 80% of the value of it is subsidized by the government. Shit. Oh. <laughs> so even if you're technically not paying for it, you are through your taxes at some somehow. God, I mean the amount of fucking tax I pay, unbelievable. So, so glad <laughs> it is. It is huge. Do you know how much tax you pay? <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> how much tax I pay. Well, I've got a quick story because then we've got to go eat because we're going to start partying very soon. But in that sort of sense, an accounting firm in uh, Sydney was it Sydney? Let me let's have a double check here. County firm in Sydney got into some strife recently because they posted a meme. Uh oh. And the meme states that uh, it's here. I can show it to you. And it says the income tax, the fine you pay for the crime of being productive and useful. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. And the people got very, very angry about this whole thing. And he fought back saying, like, yeah, the income tax is actually bullshit because it's actually theft. I feel like it's theft. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's like, to me, and I think it is too. And he, and here's my reasoning. The income tax is theft because no, it, as soon as you make an income, you have to pay tax. Correct. And then on top of that tax that you pay, let's say you buy a product, you pay tax on that product. Mm-hmm. Okay. But one is voluntary and one is involuntary. The income tax, if you pay, make money, you pay tax. But if I was to buy one product over another, let's just say you buy, like, you know... Um, Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, Coke and Pepsi. So, but one's on special, you pay less tax. Mm. But you choose to purchase that product. So one is, just like just like sex, one is consensual and one is not. Which technically means income tax is rape. Yeah. And I don't like rapists. <laughs> Because tax even affects the underage. If you make a certain amount of money and you're underage, you pay tax. That's involuntary. You have just raped children. And you know what that is? <laughs> a pedophile government. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. But so, I, so this, the gentleman who posted this meme was like, hey, listen to my plan. And his plan is abolish, abolish the income tax. Okay. Starts there. But increased GST to twenty percent or twenty five percent, and the more I thought about it, the more the smarter that is. Because if you've got more money, you're probably going to buy more products. But if there's a twenty percent tax and you've got thirty percent of your wage still in your pocket, you're not getting double taxed. Correct. And you're buying products that you actually want rather than just giving money to the government. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? 
that's completely voluntary on my behalf. I can put that money in the bank account or I can spend it. If I spend it, I pay the tax for the goods and services that I'm purchasing. But do you think prices would go up because businesses would go... Yeah, prices would go up, but you would have... People have got more money now. Yeah, prices would go up, but 30% of your wage is back in your pocket. Yeah. Works out. Yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying... Of course, yeah. And you're going to expect that. Same as what GST happened. You know, prices went up a little bit, this and that. But then prices will go up for GDP. But then if something gets too expensive, the free market will just go... People go, I won't buy that. Now, the free market's fine as long as it stays a free market. Exactly right. And the less... As soon as there's intervention, it's not a free market and things get fucked. But you know what? If the tax is a flat rate and you're buying something... It's all good. I, and he's against all these excise that I've talked about on oh, alcohol yeah. and this and that. And it's all ridiculous. Bloody, bloody. I, I think I told you I've become very conservative this year. <laughs> just fiscally. fiscally. We're happy with the gays. We're happy with all that <laughs> shit. I don't care. Just just stop. I just don't want to pay the government money. I know how to spend my money better than you. These are the same people that tried to do the NBN. That's... That's who you're trusting people oh. with in fixing the environment. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know. Oh. that what a f- what a fucking what a fuck up. What a fuck up. Well, anyway, Kira, I think we'll wrap it up because it's time for us to have some dinner and some beers and this and that. So we'd like to, for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or rant, make sure you record it on your phone or email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for a fun birthday episode that always ended up into more tax talk than we ever expected. <laughs> hey, you know, it's going to happen. It's always going to happen. It happens every four or five episodes. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> We'll do a regular episode next week. What can I say? And for all you lovely listeners out there, we will see you next Thursday. Uh, I don't know if it's confirmed yet. Okay. But uh, if I'm on tomorrow, I'll leave this bit in. <laughs> <laughs> but there'll be more t- more stories.